0: Welcome to the Classy Council, Reflections for the Wise and Elegant Lady. I am Nadia, your Elegance Coach, and in this weekly podcast, I bring you insights on how to cultivate the attributes of a lady that is elegant and not only elevated in terms of appearance, but also on a much deeper level, spiritually elevated. You'll find cross-references made with verses from the Bible and from other sources of wisdom. Whether you are a beginner or advanced in your journey towards the most elegant version of yourself, a curious learner, or simply looking for some more elegant mindset, inspiration, you are in the right place. So, grab your favorite beverage, sit back, and join me on this journey of discovery and growth. Beauty pleases the eye, gentleness charms the soul. This is a quote from Voltaire. Another attribute of the elegant woman is kindness, the quality of being calm, kind, or soft. The opposites would be aggressivity, disrespect, brutality, or vulgarity. Kindness is sadly and wrongly seen as a weakness. How many times have you heard so-called motivational speeches saying, I respect those who respect me. I wonder if this implies that we should be as disrespectful as the person who disrespects us, or if it implies that we shall remain silent, not in a cold way, but as a way to not offer any more of our intention or energy to that person. Because if I'm being as disrespectful as them, then I am becoming like them. And it's so easy to match someone's bad energy when you think about it. But is it a good idea? If you didn't know, women are made in a way that makes them nurturers. And men are made in a way that makes them providers. And it is the combination of the two that, in theory, would make things harmonious. But we live in a world where women are encouraged to prove their worth and strength. I agree that back in the days, woman's worth was not necessarily recognized by all with respect. Things have improved and I am grateful for the rights I have now to be able to vote and to open an account without my husband's approval, letting me have an identity outside of my husband. (laughs) But I think today's feminism is destructive. It's going too far. Women are still fighting today to prove their worth and society pushes them to do so by telling them you know what you don't need men you can and you are able to do everything they do just the same you should show them by acting talking reacting and even dressing like that and this gender dichotomy is presented as opposing forces instead of forces that should work together harmoniously we empower women if we can call becoming like a man empowerment but men are still expected to provide and suffer in silence and now women are expected to keep on nurturing and providing the same way men do No wonder there are some conflictual tensions among couples nowadays. Men and women are now competing instead of working together. And therefore the women are now drifting completely away from what makes them strong. The fact that they are not men. Why am I talking about today's feminism while I was talking about kindness? Because kindness, being one of the attributes of the elegant woman, is achieved by woman when they embrace their femininity. The elegant woman isn't in this battle of forces. She knows it is pointless to be in competition with a force that we should consider an ally. Truth is, so the elegant woman knows that being gentle isn't being weak. It's actually giving what the world needs. It is a remarkable attribute. How remarkable it is To respond with kindness, to stay kind, when in front of you, you have someone who is confused or broken. When you are in the middle of a situation that might be, I don't know, chaotic or desperate, how remarkable it is when you think about it. It is a sign of great strength as she doesn't let the circumstances of life or external wickedness shake the essence of her soul. It's about who she is. Let me tell you this. If today someone comes to me and insults me, I will not give this person the satisfaction to react the way they expect me to react and insult back. I won't do it. Not only because you need to love your neighbor and forgive, but mainly because I refuse to go as low and to become bitter. My kindness is who I am. And I will not let some other people's wounds or... Some other situations change me. The elegant woman knows that not only gentleness is beneficial for herself, as it nurtures inner peace and emotional resilience, allowing her to rise above difficult situations and preserve her well-being, but it also brings positive changes to lives around her. It transforms lives building stronger relationships influenced by empathy and compassion a gentle or a kind person creates an environment that demonstrates love and respect where people can trust and feel respected the late queen elizabeth ii god rest her soul she said it always had been easy to hate and destroy it. to build and to cherish is more difficult and that is why i am telling you kindness isn't a weakness it's a strength and it's a superpower now how to cultivate this superpower i'm going to share with you five tips first one is self-reflection there is a need for some introspection work to be made it cannot always be someone else's fault we need at least two people to create a tense situation and even if you are a hundred percent sure there is nothing wrong with you you haven't done or said anything wrong and it is all in their head, I suggest you to reflect on your own actions and reactions. Identify areas where you may need to exercise more gentleness, both towards yourself and others. Self-awareness is the first step towards growth. You need to be able to say, this action or these words trigger me, I don't like them, and find out why, detach from them, analyze them understand how you work, how you process things. And if you cannot do it by yourself, you can ask a close one you can trust to be honest with you to tell you more about you. Or even consider a therapy to understand yourself better. If there is one thing I have learned throughout the years is that we all have some kind of baggages, some traumas we didn't even know we had, related to some experiences in our childhood that forged our personality. So it is essential that you have a minimum of knowledge of who you are deep down. It will help you be comfortable with yourself. You will see that usually people who hurt you are wounded people. You will never see a happy person hurt someone. Another thing to do to cultivate kindness is to develop empathy. What is empathy? It's the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. Seek to understand others' perspectives experiences, and feelings. Usually what blocks us from understanding others is this wrong idea that if we listen to someone else's opinion, we will have to embrace it and change ourselves. But you can totally agree to disagree with someone. And sometimes it doesn't hurt to agree too. But give yourself the opportunity to be the judge of it. You know, the day I started to truly consider other people's opinions, I realized it would either confirm my own opinions even though it is different, or it would enrich it, complement it. And at times, it made me change my mind. And what is wrong with that? If you listen to an opinion, if you analyze it and realize it's better, how could it be wrong to improve? That's how you see that not listening to others is really an ego thing. We think that accepting other people's views is an attempt to our character. We hate the idea that we could have been wrong. When really, it's okay to think, you know what, I haven't seen it that way, but now that I understand your perception, I realize I was missing something. And the conversation can also definitely be, I do understand your point of view. It does make sense. However, I still believe that my opinion is the right one. People just want to be understood, heard, taken into consideration. Try empathy today and you'll see that you will not kill who you are. Actually, it will help you develop some real deep relationships. My third tip on how to cultivate kindness is to choose your words wisely. Be mindful of the words you use. You cannot take back words that come out of your mouth. We underestimate the power of words. The Bible says that the tongue has the power of life and death. Even talking about yourself, be careful what you say. You know, all those little things we can say sometimes for, about ourselves, I can't make it, I'm so stupid, I will never succeed. These words are powerful. With your mouth, you have the power to either bless or curse others and yourself. So speak kindly and avoid harsh or hurtful language in any situation. And like I've suggested to you in my previous episode about composure, if you, if you really can't say anything nice or constructive, you flee. Leave the room and calm down. There's a quote that says, if you cannot say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Please remember this one. It's important. Gentle words have the power to heal, to uplift and to inspire. Your goal is to inspire. Be the strong woman people need you to be by remaining kind at all costs. It's a great demonstration of strength. The fourth tip is to cultivate patience, both with yourself and others, allowing space for understanding, forgiveness, and growth. I'm decently patient. I know that this is one of the qualities my surroundings think of when they think of me, they told me. However, life has its challenges that made me realize that even when you are naturally patient, Some trials are so intense, you start questioning whether you actually have this quality or not. And in that case, I reinforce my own belief by declaring that I am indeed patient. Patience is one of my attributes. I declare it. And then I pray. I pray harder than usual days. If this is something you struggle with, the patience, I mean, let's say you need to be patient with someone's bad behaviors. If they show you that they are willing to work on their side, but the weight is excruciating for you, make sure you've communicated effectively your opinions, expectations, and goals, depending on the situation, and then stop focusing on it. It would make the weight unbearable. Get your mind busy on something else. And here is my last tip for you on how to cultivate kindness. It's again, mindfulness. Prayers, if you are religious, Meditation or deep breathing exercises. These techniques help staying present, fostering a sense of calm and gentleness in our interactions. Take care of yourself mentally and physically. Do not forget that hurtful people are hurt people. Make sure you always feel at your best. Be happy, be content, be fulfilled. It's easier to cherish others, to be kind when you're not bitter. So let me do a quick recap of the five ways or tips to cultivate kindness. First one is self-reflection. Second is empathy. Third is to choose your words wisely. Fourth is patience. And fifth is mindfulness. Christians know that kindness is a part of the fruit of the Spirit described in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23 it's a quality praised all throughout the bible as a powerful one to have and i am ending this episode with a verse from matthew chapter 5 verse 5 blessed are the gentle for they shall inherit the earth if you like meditation in a form of affirmations and positive declaration you can listen to or even repeat after I invite you to go on my YouTube channel, Madame Kabongo, and click on the playlist Affirmations for the Elegant Woman. You'll find one focused on kindness. Stay tuned for the next podcast that will help you gain confidence, elevate yourself, and become the most refined version of yourself. This was Madame Kabongo. Thank you for listening. See you next time.